Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Once upon a time, there lived a boy raised by a horrible, terrible mother who only knew how to make him feel like he didn't deserve anything in the world. That boy grew up to live a life filled with suffering which led him to a path of destruction. But there is hope at the end of the tunnel. Hi everyone! My name's Axel. My parents fought a lot. Every day. Multiple times a day. It was like being in the middle of a war zone. Only the weapons they use are words. My earliest memory was of hearing my mom shouting at my dad for not being able to afford to buy her a diamond necklace like her friend Sarah's husband. Sarah lived two houses down the street, and mom and her would spend afternoons trying to outdo each other. They acted like they were friends, but really, they were fierce rivals who always tried to outdo each other. My dad tried. He tried to be calm around her, tried to be nice and give her everything. But one day... Mom hit Dad with her fist when he found out she was cheating, and he left without another word. I was ten when Dad left. Apparently, Mom started cheating on him ages ago with Sarah's husband, and she was stealing from the family business. Well, the day my dad left, the family business left with him, and Mom didn't like that one bit. She took that anger out on me. Sometimes she'd starve me on purpose, or she'd leave the house, only returning weeks later. I had to fend for myself early. Boyfriend after boyfriend came and went so quickly into our house that Mom should have just had a revolving door installed. My favorite was Tim. At least he let me keep the change whenever he'd asked me to buy him his drinks at the corner shop. And he didn't push me around like the others. Him and Mom lasted about a month. I grew up with zero self-esteem. Mom always made me feel like I was worthless. If you hadn't been born, your dad would still be here. Now look at us. We're poorer than rats. I was over her crap that week. I was already so tired from doing all the house chores and cooking her every meal that I finally snapped. Dad's gone because of you! You klepto, cheating, gold-digging slap! Mom left a stinging sensation across my cheek, and when she saw that I was trying my best not to show that I was about to cry, 
She decked me in the gut and I fell to the floor. She threw me out of the house that day. I didn't have anything but the clothes I was wearing on my back. I was lucky that my best friend Cole's mom was chill and took pity on me. I even joked about wanting to get adopted by a hot mom like her to Cole, and he immediately gave me a quick kick in the knee. It was around that time that I met Haley. I was depressed. I had no home, and I was wondering how I could ever make something of myself in the world without a family. But then I met her, and when I met Haley, my dark world suddenly became bright. I woke up every day like it was the best day ever, and whenever she smiled at me, I felt like I could do anything. Thing is, I had no business jumping into relationships. Especially not before dealing with what I got going on. Oh, I was horrible at it. The only people I could model from was my parents, and I thought that was what love looked like. I was... basically a simp. I did everything Haley asked. I gave her whatever she wanted, and when I couldn't give it to her, I felt bad and made myself feel bad. I thought I would never become like my parents. But I unconsciously did anyway. Haley and I fought every day. When we graduated, she spit on my face and broke up with me in front of our classmates. I am so glad I'm moving to Colorado for college. Now this can finally be over. By the way, I only used you so I could copy off of you during exams. You'll never be worthy of me. Or any girl. You'll never be anything. I cried a lot. I'm not ashamed to say it. But Cole and his mom were there for me. But eventually I moved out of there. They told me I was welcome to stay, but I just felt bad just taking from them and never being able to give back anything. So I took my chances and went to Hollywood. Now, I wasn't bad looking, and I was quite tall, so I thought I'd do some modeling. I got a job as a waiter and went to a few auditions. Honestly, I landed my first break out of pure luck. I was just walking to get some milk when some random lady stopped me and handed me her card. That very next day, I was called in to shoot a commercial. I went to Hollywood to try some runaway modeling. It turned out, I was pretty good at acting. So after my first commercial, that same lady who found me became my manager and she helped me book TV gigs. Nothing special, I would usually just be someone in the background. But then, one day one of the actors got sick and they needed a replacement. I immediately volunteered. The director was already frustrated, so he just waved yes. And that was the beginning of an awesome career. I did hit TV shows, movies with the best of the best, and soon enough, I was able to give back to Cole and his mom. I bought them a much nicer house, and I always send them tickets to any of my shows and red carpets. But then, years later, tragedy struck. I was in the middle of giving a press conference for having received my very first award, when I got the call that Cole had passed away. He had a heart attack, and he was so young. I couldn't eat or sleep for days. I flew home and helped Cole's mom get through it. But when I flew back, I felt like I couldn't deal with it myself. I was just going through the motions, smiling for the cameras, waving to people. But inside, I felt dead. Until I saw Violet. She was crying, waving her hand so desperately at me, wanting me to sign her autograph. And you know what? 
When I saw her, it was like the sun was shining on me. The world stopped. I never felt like that in a very long time, so I invited her back to my hotel, and we fell in love with each other instantly. Violet was probably the most beautiful girl in the world, and the world agreed. We were the cover story of every tabloid and entertainment magazine for weeks. They were all talking about our mysterious whirlwind romance. Violet was there for me. She helped me get through my grief, and she made the world a happy place again. I spent every free moment I had with her. I visited her family, and I even became pretty good friends with her sister who turned out was obsessed with the same video game as I was. We bonded a lot through that. While Violet was out shopping with my bodyguard, Kelly and I would spend hours just playing on the PlayStation. I felt happy. I found somewhere I belonged again. With Violet as the woman of my dreams, and Kelly as the sister I never had. The only problem was... Maybe Violet was too beautiful? Or, as Kelly put it, too much of a flirt. Every job I had, as soon as they saw what my girlfriend looked like, the director would fire me. And then they'd try to take Violet out. A couple of them even offered her jobs, giving her roles in their movies just so she'd go on dates with them. And I... I felt powerless. She said if I loved her, I would let her do what she wants. She said if I loved her that I would be happy for her, that I'd be happy that she was getting her own break. I know it was wrong, but I let her bully me into believing that she just wanted what I had, and that she was not, in fact, using me to get her own fame. I loved her so much that I let her walk all over me. One day, she tried to end my career. She called me before I saw the news, telling me that she only did it so that there'd be a buzz around us and her new movie would sell lots of tickets. But when I saw what she'd said about me, I couldn't believe my eyes. In minutes, there were dozens of paparazzi outside my door. I couldn't even go out and get my postmate. Kelly had to literally muscle her way through a bunch of reporters and deliver my food through the back. The next day, the police came and arrested me. I got bailed out, of course. But my career was over. The movies I was working on dropped me. I was blacklisted from clubs and received every hate mail imaginable. Everywhere I went, people asked me the same question. Axel! Axel, over here! Why did you hit her, Axel? I did not hit her! I did not! Yeah, Violet told everyone I hit her. Sure, we fought a lot. Mainly because I would get jealous when I saw her sitting on some gross producer's lap. But I never, ever laid a hand on her. That's what I told the judge during the trial. Not a lot of people believed me. Not even my own lawyer. But then, one day, a miracle happened. The people I loved stood up for me. As Violet was telling an elaborate lie about the night I supposedly hit her, my camp called out a witness they were never expecting. Violet's sister. Kelly defied her own sister and told everyone the truth. That, in fact, it was Violet who was always hitting me. That the same night, she had given me a black eye just because I told her that I didn't want to be with her anymore if she would keep going out with directors and producers. Kelly told everyone how she witnessed Violet on multiple occasions punching me in the gut when her temper rose up. And then, several other witnesses said the same thing. There were even a couple of producers that Violet had cheated on me with who took to the stand. They all said the same thing. That Violet had, on multiple occasions, beat them up. I won that trial. 
and finally my name was clean again. People who accused me apologized, and Violet was sent to jail for what she did. Now, her career is over, and mine is back on track. And what's more is that I realized there was one person who truly loved me the way love is supposed to be like, and I kicked myself for not seeing it sooner. Kelly, her sister. I took it slow with her, and eventually I proposed. Now we live a happy life. Three kids and counting. Let me tell you a secret. I have remained on my own for the past 10 years or so. I may have had a girlfriend here and there, but I mostly remained alone in my apartment for all this time. No friend, no contact. Yet I had no idea that this would put the conditions for a life that I never imagined possible. For 10 years, I've worked hard, not taking a holiday, remaining alone with my computer, trying to hustle and make it. I eventually became close to a millionaire and I bought my own apartment. It's a beautiful one and one of the best in the city. By a matter of fact, I turned out to be very successful and rich guy, but I lacked major social skills. Also, I was extremely introverted, so much so that when I was out, I'd be invisible or I wish to be invisible. Does that feel relatable? On a rainy night, I felt so exhausted that it seemed like I hadn't slept for a week, but still I couldn't find sleep. I perked up as I heard a scratchy noise at the door. I stood up and ran towards it, wondering if I was getting robbed. I was stunned to see a letter laying there on the ground. Someone had slipped me a message. I took it and opened it with defiance. I read in small letters, Thank you for saving my life yesterday. Let me know what I can do to thank you. My name is Elsa, by the way. You didn't ask. Your neighbor. I didn't remember last night. I had a blackout around 11 p.m. and thought I had fallen asleep. My neighbor? I have only one neighbor on my floor. I live in a premium condominium with very few and I heard very influential people. I had never met her. I opened the door and went to my neighbors. Knock, knock. The door opened to a small blonde woman of about 28 years old. She looked at me like I was a hero. I received a strange letter under my door. Did you get one like this by any chance? Now, I know you were courageous, but I had no idea you also had a great sense of humor. Please come in. Let me get you some tea. You look terrible. Thanks, I guess, but I still don't know where this comes from. She drug me inside and started to prepare a cup. I told her I couldn't remember anything of the events, and she had a hard time believing me. Apparently, I was out in the middle of the night when she got bothered by a bunch of strange-looking fellows. I appeared out of nowhere, like the Black Knight, and kicked everyone's ass. She almost didn't have time to see who saved her, but she somehow recognized me. She told me I didn't tell her a word and disappeared. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Into the darkness. I asked her how she recognized me, and she admitted that she had been stalking me in the past by pure curiosity of who was living next to her. She had spotted my tattoo on the back of my neck. I couldn't believe it, so it was me. 
I was so shocked that I had to leave her apartment, otherwise I'd go through a panic attack. I left the building and went to the closest club to unwind. As I sat there at the bar drinking some ice-cold water to try and refresh my mind, I couldn't help but to address the woman next to me. I hadn't done this in years. Hey ma'am, how are you doing tonight? Get out of my face, you loser. Actually, I wanted to let you know you have lipstick on your teeth. You may want to give it a look. She looked at me in shame and ran to the bathroom. I had a smirk on my face and was about to reach for my water when a girl on the left just sat and ordered the same water as me. So we're drink buddies tonight. Ready for a wild night? I held my water up in the sky and toasted my new friend. Right. I need to recover from last night, and it's the only place that lets me cure my insomnia. By the way, what did you tell this girl that ran away from you as if you were a ghost? Oh, I told her she wasn't up to my standard, and now look at her. She's staring at us from afar with her friends. I can see that. What do you have going on that's so attractive? I was about to answer when my neighbor popped in the conversation from behind me. He's a hero. He saved my life. I was in shock to hear that, but my surprise only grew when she started depicting the mysterious events out loud in the club. The girl at the bar was now in absolute admiration over me, and my neighbor just looked jealous about us being together at the bar. Elsa sat between the two of us and turned to my water buddy. So, what else do you have going on in your life, besides your looks? Elsa, your face is too kind for such mean words. You're right. She's so perfect. She should fly in the sunshine like an angel, and eventually burn her wings. Alrighty then, I'm ahead out before this degenerates into a cat fight. Ladies, please enjoy your night without me. I headed out to the door under the upset look of the two girls when a girl screamed at me. Hey, you! I didn't have lipstick on my teeth, so you owe me an apology. For this, I'll take your name and your number. Call me Big Papa. That's how I left. I felt strange, like a new version of myself had appeared overnight since Elsa told me about the event I can't recall. I'm having a secret life, one that's hidden even from myself. I came back home and without having a time to reflect on what happened, I fell asleep from utter exhaustion. I woke up the day after at 5pm. I really needed that break. As a lot of us do, the first thing I do in my morning is to check my phone. There were messages from an unknown number. Big Papa, it was great that you came back for us at the bar yesterday. We're excited to meet you today for the coffee you promised. Attached to the message was a picture of myself surrounded with beautiful girls in a club I never recall stepping foot into. So I did it again. I stood up and knocked on Elsa's door. Elsa, open up. I need to talk right now. Elsa slowly opened the door. Hey, you scared me. What's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? What happened yesterday? Nothing. I went to sleep soon after you left the bar. Then I saw you from afar on my way back. But you didn't notice me and walked straight past at a fast rate. It seems like I went back to the club, but I was sleepwalking again. I showed her my phone with the messages and picture. She was stunned and looked amazed at me. The city's hero was out again. What if I'm also a villain? You don't look like one. She dragged me in her apartment, looked at me, and declared, I wanted to thank you. I know you have money and you don't need much, but what can I do for you? Oh, uh, thanks. Nothing really. Maybe just help me understand what's wrong with me. Okay. Actually, I already thought about it. I'm calling my security team. They will install cameras all over your place. Also, take this. It's a tracker to keep around your wrist. It'll track your every movement and also your brainwaves. It's an advanced tech. This way, I'll be able to check in on you and see how far you're going. How do you feel? Tired. Okay. Sleep on my couch. Meanwhile, my teams will install the security devices. When I woke up, I actually felt rested. 
Could it be that my neighbor's presence was calming me down and impeaching me to live through my sleep? I got back to my apartment, but I couldn't see cameras. Elsa told me they installed the latest tech. Surely this means micro cameras have been distributed everywhere. So my really pretty neighbor was now stalking me with several cameras. What other madness could happen? I had no idea. I was exhausted and I closed my eyes to fall asleep. A moment later, I opened them. I was on a plane. My neighbor was sitting next to me in first class. I looked at her in panic. What's going on here? Oh, so you're awake. Good morning. Turns out you didn't sleep at all. A few minutes after your bedtime, you suddenly got up and got dressed and headed out to the airport. I followed you with a cab and hopped in the same plane as you. And we are now on the way to Italy. Italy? But why? Only time will tell. Long story short, it turns out that my subconscious told me to go to Italy because my family was living there. With the help of Elsa, I was able to find my true origins. Not only that, I actually arrived in time to save my parents from being robbed by the Southern Italian Mafia. I probably saved their life this very day. Now I am living with Elsa and my family in the very southern part of Italy. Turns out my grandfather also was in the Italian mob. Therefore, I was automatically admitted inside of it, and they do want to make me the leader of it. What are you doing here? I asked in shock. Natasha smirked. Well, I took your advice and got a real job. What a weird coincidence. I didn't want to meet her again, and that too when I was with my boss and colleague. Uh, okay. Good for you. Then I'll go back to sleep. I said in a dismissive tone. What? Are you really trying to ignore me? She asked. Do you know how difficult it was for me to find out which company you're working for? My eyes widened. What do you mean? She sat down beside me without even asking and turned to me with a smile. I was looking for a job a few days ago. I thought that it would be best to look into the company you're working for. So, here I am. So, you were stalking me again. I state in irritation. Matt, why don't you understand? I'm doing this for you. She said seriously. I just want to stay close to you. I don't want that. I exclaimed. So, please, do me a favor and leave me alone. Excuse me? Ruby's voice interrupted. She was standing in the aisle, staring at Natasha. That's my seat, Ruby told her. So, please leave. I don't know what gave you this idea that you could just sit anywhere in this flight. Natasha glared at her, but had no choice but to leave. What else could she do? Ruby was technically her boss. Thanks. You just saved me from her, I said to Ruby. She nodded. I could see that she was annoying you. I'll ask the higher-ups to look more into her background, and verify if she's really suitable for the job. I sighed. <sighs> that would be great. A few more hours later, we finally landed, and I could sigh in relief. <sighs> that was a plane ride from a nightmare. I could only relax when I got inside my hotel room and lied down on the bed. I was about to fall asleep when my phone started buzzing. Olivia was calling me. Hi, Matt? Are you free tonight? She asked as soon as I received the call. Um, yeah. I think the meetings and negotiations will start tomorrow. So we have the day off today, I replied. Right, so I was wondering if you wanted to go to a club with me, she asked. I gave it a thought. I was not really sure about Olivia anymore. She had acted like a completely different person with Ruby. But... Now, she was talking like her old self. I decided to give her a second chance. I mean, 
I'd be getting bored anyway, so why not just go clubbing? Sure. I'll meet you later, I told her. Around 11pm, we met in the hotel lobby, and from there, we proceeded towards the club. Within two hours, Olivia was drunk out of her mind. I was having a hard time with her. She was all over the place and had been flirting with me the whole time. It was a bit uncomfortable for me. Oh, would you like to dance? She suddenly asked. No thanks, I immediately replied. She started pleading me, and she was being so loud and weird that now everyone was watching us. In the end, I said yes, just so she would shut up. Even the dance was uncomfortable. She was completely intoxicated, and I bet she had no idea what she was doing. I was thinking of getting out of there when someone tapped on my shoulder. I turned around to come face to face with Ruby. Oh, God, what are you doing here? I yelled over the music. I could ask you the same thing, she yelled back, then pointed towards Olivia. I've been watching since the last few hours. What exactly is going on here? Um, I started awkwardly. You see, Olivia's a bit drunk, and... Ruby scoffed, cutting me off. Drunk? Please, she doesn't get drunk so easily. I've known her for a long time, and trust me, she's fooling you. What? I exclaimed in shock. I turned to Olivia to see that she was glaring at Ruby. Oh, wow. She seemed completely fine now. Ruby pulled me to a quiet corner. Matt? I warned you about her. I don't know what she's playing at, but please, be careful. What is your problem? Olivia suddenly appeared before us and started yelling. You're my problem, Ruby snorted. Weren't you supposed to play a drunk girl just now? Did you come out of your character already? Ruby was right. Olivia seemed completely normal right now. Uh, were you pretending to be drunk? I asked her. Why would you do that? Was it fun to deceive me? No, Matt, listen. She grabbed my hand. I was not pretending. I, I, I just feel better right now. But why did you leave me alone and come here with Ruby? I brought him here, Ruby intervened. I couldn't tolerate your antics anymore. You're just jealous, Olivia fumed. I know that you like Matt and you hate it when he's with me, don't you? Olivia, please. I stopped her. Instead of accepting your mistake, why are you arguing with us? Olivia glanced at me in shock. Us? What do you mean, us? Is she that important to you? Ruby shook her head. You're just blowing things out of proportion. Don't take your anger out on Matt. She is, I finally said, ignoring Ruby's words. Ruby is important to me. Even I don't know why I said that, but I needed Olivia to back away, and this seemed like the only way. Plus, who knows? Maybe Ruby really meant something to me. A look of betrayal crossed Olivia's face, and she turned around and left. Ruby gave me an awkward look, and I found it hard to meet her gaze. I I'm sorry for ruining your night, she blurted out. But I swear, I just didn't want you to fall for Olivia's trap. I nodded. It's fine, and you know, not everything's ruined. We can still enjoy it, right? Ruby smiled. Right. And that's how my night started, with Olivia but somehow ended with Ruby. One thing was clear to me now. Olivia was not what she appeared to be. And she kinda reminded me of Natasha, which was not really a good thing, I guess. The next day, 
Olivia had disappeared somewhere and didn't even show up for the meetings. Ruby called her multiple times, but there was no response. We attended the meetings without her. Later at night, I was having a business dinner with Ruby. We were just discussing some proposals and clients over food and wine. But I must say, it felt good to spend time like this with her. She was really the best in what she did. Okay, so we will try and negotiate with them tomorrow, Ruby concluded. Thanks, Matt. You've been really helpful. No worries, I said. I just hope that Olivia's safe. Oh, I think she's safe, Ruby replied. She's pulled this kind of stunt a lot of times. When things don't go her way, she disappears, then comes back again to wreak havoc. Oh, wow, I remarked. You seem to know her very well. Yes, unfortunately. I knew her since college days. We were in the same classes, and then we got our jobs at the same place. But I got promoted a lot of times, and she stayed where she was. So she became really bitter. She has always been jealous of what I have and has tried to ruin things for me a lot of times. That's terrible, I said in shock. Why haven't you fired her yet? I guess I feel somewhat bad for her, she said with a smile. If I fire her, she'll just blame me even more. I want to give her time to learn and improve. She was kind of getting there, but you came and then everything became a competition once again. I bit my lip. It's my fault. I shouldn't have trusted her so easily. No, it's okay. Ruby waved her hand. Let's not talk about her. I was about to reply when suddenly the doors burst open and guess who barged in? It was Natasha. Oh, finally I found you, Natasha said, walking up to me. Why didn't you wait for me at the airport? I made a disgusted face. What are you talking about? I have nothing to do with you. Why would I wait? And why are you here? Don't tell me you followed me again. Thank God that Olivia girl told me that you would be here, Natasha sighed. Otherwise, I would have lost you again. Olivia told you? Ruby exclaimed. Where is she? And how do you even know her? Uh, who are you? And why are you with my boyfriend? Natasha asked her. God, are you delusional? I yelled at her. We are not dating anymore, and my life is none of your business. Leave before I call the cops. You can't do that, Matt. Natasha smiled. You should learn to take responsibility. What do you mean? I asked in confusion. I'll tell you only if you agree to come with me. And trust me, this is important. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.